Welcome to the side hustle edition of the Pop Culture Federation podcast. Ooh, that has a nice ring to it. I wonder who thought of it. Wasn't me. I'm your host, Mikey. I'm Matt. And hi, my name is Ron. So, in our very first side hustle edition, we are going to be talking about one of Ron's favorite, one of the topics Ron thought of, one of Ron's favorite topics. Was it his favorite topic? I think so. Ron was so excited when we were listing a bunch of ideas for the show that we wanted to talk about. Ron was so excited about this one. He wanted to do it so much. Actually, the second one. The first one was Thanksgiving Sides. But this was the second one that he wanted to do so badly that when we were trying to figure out what to do for the show, for the recording today, we are like, you know what? Let's just do it. And if it works out, then we'll have other ones similar to this. So, Ron... This episode is dedicated to you. Ron should be able to introduce what the segment is. Go for it, buddy. (laughs) Definitely edit that out. That is not going to sound good. Um, Too late. It's (laughs) great. Uh, Yeah, so this is an episode. Kind of, we're going to list off like our favorite uh, things. It's like this week in. uh, So it's this week in Jeff. Uh, we're going to talk about our favorite Jeffs, Jeffs that inspire us, Jeffs that are just all around great guys. And um, I feel like you two are pretty down in, on this idea, but I feel like once we get going talking about our favorite Jeffs and what is and what could be, I feel like we're just going to end up having a lot of fun, you know? Jeff stands for Jeffrey, for the record. Could be yes. Je- Jeffrey or, or Jeffrey. Geoff. Or Geoff. Yes. Or jo- Joffrey? Joffrey? Yes. Is there a specific Jeff that gave you this idea, Ron? Or I think what, what, Jeff, what, what? Jeff's in general just inspire me. Hmm. Just a quick fun facts about Jeffrey. Jeffrey yeah. is a male name giving, given from <laughs> dramatic languages. The Jeff usual is a male he- name. <laughs> My name's Jeff. Have you ever met a <laughs> My name's Have Jeff. you ever met a girl named Jeffrey? Nope. Yes, there, there you go. Uh, I met a girl named I met two girls named Gary. But that's not Jeffrey. <laughs> Gary. I like the way you say Gary. Say Gary. it again, Mike. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you say it like there's an E in it. Gary. <laughs> the usual spelling of Joffrey with a G. I guess is the older, more common way, apparently. Way to be pretentious. Jeffrey My is with a My father will hear of this. I'm sorry. The name That's... is popular in the later half of the 20th century. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's some, some fun facts about Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, Jeff. Those were fun. My name's Jeff. Do you want me to uh, go over our main Jeff? I think that this Jeff is considered, like, off-limits because of how good he is. And beloved by pretty much everyone. He's our honorable mention and our honorable favorite Jeff of the show. And I think we should save him for the end. Okay. I guess we will then. Okay. You you don't start off with the best. (laughs) Instead. A little. This is what we call a tease. We each picked our three favorite Jeffs, not counting our special Jeff. And (laughs) 
I'll, our special Jeff. <laughs> I'll start with my Jeffs. Okay. And the first one is DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay, Most that's kind of like, skirting around the rules, but yes, I'll accept it. Absolutely. Hey, Jeff is in the name. <laughs> Most of you are like, huh? Well, DJ Jazzy Jeff was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he's mostly known for being friends with famous actor Will Smith because they grew up together. Wait, what, now, hold if on. It's not, if it's not hold starting on. to come together... Mike, what? are you... T- no, for, for serious right now. Is DJ Jazzy Jeff, like, they were actually friends pre The Fresh Prince? Oh, yeah. They grew up together. What? In Philadelphia. Ron just doesn't understand. <laughs> so, now that Ron spoiled it for you... And if you were trying to, you know, figure out where DJ Jazzy Jeff was from, he is Jazz from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. His stage name is DJ Jazzy Jeff, and he is was or he is is was I guess they're not a thing anymore. One half of the duo DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, aka William Smith. <laughs> Recently, Together, in the 2019 movie Gemini Man. Together, they won a Grammy in 1989 for Best Rap Performance with Will Smith for Parents Just Don't Understand. No, seriously? He won a Grammy? In 1989. Wow, that's like winning a Golden Globe. I think he's won (laughs) everything but an Oscar. He almost has an EGOT? Wait, where did he win a Tony? I can now understand why he's in your top chefs. He's got got a Grammy. He's got an Emmy. When did he get the Oscar? I don't know. Look this up before I make an idiot myself. <laughs> um, he, they are, so together, their most successful single was called Summertime, which made it to number four on the Billboard Top 100. Mm-hmm. This song also won them a Grammy. Jazz, or DJ Jazzy Jeff, appeared on several episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, portraying Will Smith's friend Jazz. That's where most people know him from. They're famous for that handshake where they do the hand slap and go psh, psh. And also, the same scene is used when Uncle Phil throws Jazz out of the house each time that that happens. Fun fact. They collaborated on several songs together and albums with Will Smith throughout the 1990s, um, such as like the Willennium album. He uh, <laughs> continues to DJ and he also collaborates with several artists. So that's uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. I don't think he gets enough love. I have just been handed notes from the intern. Thank you, intern. Thank you, intern. So, Will Smith hasn't won an Oscar, but he's been nominated for Best Actor twice. I know for Ali. Ali and The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, Um, really? That bathroom scene got him the nomination alone. Chris Gardner. (laughs) Yes. And he has won four Grammys. Getting Jiggy with Men in Black, uh, Summertime, and Parents Just Don't Understand This. Yep. Wow, wow, West. No, unfortunately. Wow, wow, West. Anything else? No, 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 no. Oh, no. so he does, he's not. He's not. He didn't get everything. Nope. He's only. He only has the, the G. What website are you on? Some. I don't... This looks like it was made in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> the picture pictures aren't even loading. This looks so old. I don't know how you even got it. It is. I don't know, but it was very useful. Are you so not you. on, like, Wikipedia or something like that? No, no. it's like some random, like, K-12 site. From I think I'm on a list. <laughs> That's DJ Jazzy Jeff. Dude's a Grammy winner, and he's collaborated. <laughs> yeah. he collaborated with Mac Miller in 2012. Like, he's still doing stuff. R.I.P. to Mac. He was always inspired by uh, the DJ at different parties and block parties, not so much as the partying itself, so that's why he became a DJ. 
and not party guy Jazzy Jeff. No, <laughs> but you know, buddy Jesse. Will Smith, and good for Will Smith for, you know, I, I'm guessing Will Smith brought him on to Fresh Prince. My next Jeff is Jeff Hardy, professional wrestler. Is he a professional the... wrestler? Yes, he was. He just said a professional wrestler. One half of the tag team, the Hardy Boys, with his brother Matt Hardy. Uh, he began wrestling at the age of 15 in the WWF. What? So, Jeff Wait, Hardy had what? a pretty interesting career. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to keep interrupting, but Jeff Hardy seriously started in the WWF at 15? Yes, yes. he was a jobber. There's a really... F- it's a hilarious match between him and Razor Ramon. Because, like, Razor is, like, you know, this, like, huge... He's a huge guy. And so, like, here comes Jeff Hardy, who's, like, 16 years old and, like, barely 100 pounds. And then that Jeff Hardy would go on to be the WWE champion about 15 years... No, 14 years later. 13 years later. And the WWE champion of drug suspensions. (laughs) Unfortunately. So, he wrestled in the WWF from 1995-2003... Then he went to TNA from 2004 to 2006, back to WWE in 2006-2009, back to TNA from 2010 to 2017, and now he's back in the WWE from 2017 to present, but he's currently uh, seeking treatment for substance abuse. Again. Unfortunately, Jeff Hardy battled substance abuse issues throughout his WWF, WWE, and TNA tenures, considered by many to be one of the greats in in-ring ability, entertainment, charisma, and just overall, like, the insane things that he was willing to do and put his body through. Um, very few... He would have fit in great in ECW. Oh, my God. He'd be dead. <laughs> but he... New Jack would have found a way to, like, stab him with a fork. <laughs> so, some of the accomplishments... You're absolutely right. He would have. But... <laughs> some of the accomplishments that he did have um, so far... Or he was a TNA heavyweight champion twice. Oddly enough, in his first TNA run for being the biggest star, he didn't have the title, which was disappointing. So he's TNA heavyweight champion twice. He was the WWE champion, the world heavyweight champion twice, intercontinental champion four times. Oh my god! And world tag team champion in WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor with his brother Matt Hardy twelve times. Yep. So awesome career. He was involved in some of the great matches, such as the. The ladder tag team ladder match, I think it was at one of the WrestleManias. Two thousand. No. WrestleMania. It's at WrestleMania seventeen. The triangle ladder match was with the Dudleys, Edge the Hardys, and, Edge and Christian. That, that was, was at WrestleMania two thousand. Then the TLC match where he was speared was WrestleMania seventeen. Oh, all right. Because the first, technically, the first TLC match was at SummerSlam in between those two WrestleManias. Um, he was involved in that. He had a feud with the undertaker for the title the first go around incredible match yeah hell of a match he um when he came back from tna the first time he feuded with john morrison for the intercontinental title uh he feuded with cm punk a bunch they had a pretty great feud yep where cm punk literally made fun of him yes, for being did. addicted to drugs yeah it was <laughs> it's great uh, <laughs> and then his tna run a second go around was less memorable except at the end where Matt Hardy was broken Matt Hardy, and he became Brother Nero. That was okay. Matt Hardy was more stolen the show. But Jeff Hardy, I think, 
aside from the issues, would have been a lot better of a wrestler. I'm not. I mean, he's still been a great wrestler. He is a great wrestler. I think he would have been more over and had more championship opportunities because he's very popular. Yes. What made him popular is what made him go to all of his addictions in the end. Very talented though in music, art, um, and he's super into motocross too. He built his own track in his yard. I will also. Yes. I will also point pull out a theory I have with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is the reason why we have so many incredible high-flying wrestlers today. I would say he was the one to make like the flying style a little more popular. It was oh, yeah. obvious obviously there have been people after him like Amazing Red and like wow. AJ Amazing Styles Red. to a certain degree to bring like almost like I don't want to call it the X Division style popular but like you know what i'm talking about like i do the smaller wrestlers who are more agile and my like, only counterpoint do the flippy shit and stuff like that my only counterpoint to you would be wcw's cruiserweight division yes in the 90s also that that <laughs> them as well my last favorite jeff is jeff bezos founder of amazon.com Ooh. oh god graduated from princeton with a 4.2 gpa in electrical engineering and computer science how do you wait how can you 4.2 how do you get a Above a four. I don't know. A plus plus. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's Princeton. You don't do AP courses in college. <laughs> he founded Amazon Prime in his garage in 1994, primarily selling books on the internet. How he... come all the best software's idea are made in a garage? I think we should start recording our podcast in a garage. I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> In 1998, he expanded his Amazon into music and videos, and he also began selling other consumer goods. So it was four years of just books. And by books. around this time, he had, I think, 898 or 999, he was already a billionaire or a multimillionaire, one of the two. He also founded a company called Blue Origin, which is its goal is to make it affordable human spaceflight. So it's a startup company for human space travel. His goal is to make humanity a multi-planetary species. Which I think would be dope if you can do that, Mr. Bezos. If you're a friend of the show, please fund us. Future. And we will we will record for Amazon Prime all day, every day. Yo, let's try to be the first podcast to record in space. Hey, Mr. Has... Bezos, we're willing to make that happen. We'll, <laughs> we'll test. You know, I would love to. I, I want to go to space so bad. At Pop Culture Fed. Um, yes, please add us. <laughs> come, Kevin Foggy will come with us. Um, That's where we'll have pepper cash with him. <laughs> he's one of the first major shareholders of google and a couple other fun facts about mr bezos he was involved in a helicopter crash in 2003 he i'm assuming played... he survived right yes he did <laughs> oh no is this another paul mccartney is dead thing yes uh, no actually yes. there's no theories we... about him being dead we can do this we can do this let's start this we want to go to space you're right let's not start this sorry jeff (laughs) he played a starfleet official in star trek beyond and this parts of this influenced the creation of alexa supposedly huh he was time person of the year his middle name is preston (laughs) he developed not jeff not jeff he developed (laughs) he developed the two pizza rule and i know you're gonna ask me what that is what is the two pizza rule mike the the two pizza rule is a guideline for limiting the number of attendees at a meeting according to the rule a meeting should never have so many attendees that they could not all be fed with two pizzas 
Generally, this limits the number of attendees at a meeting to less than eight. That's actually a really that's, good yeah, point. Yeah, that's a clever idea. <laughs> the goal is to increase productivity and productivity prevent, like, um, I guess, waste and like the group think phenomena to, that occurs in large groups, um, which discourages creative thinking. So smaller groups, everybody can eat two pizzas total. <laughs> Oh damn! Um, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, I, mean, I can eat a pie myself, but yes, yeah. me." So yeah, the two pie rule is just like okay, one for me and like <laughs> another one other? for me. Yeah. So he invented that. So that's Mr. Bezos, and he's also uh, one of the world's richest people with over a hundred billion dollars. And the past few months, he's been trading with Bill Gates for the number one spot. And he wants to own a sports team. Yes, he does. Rumor has it, the Detroit Lions. He could probably buy, like, the NHL at this point if he really wanted to. He could probably buy all of the sports leagues if he wanted to. <laughs> he can also buy some small countries. Also, so, I'm watching the CNN documentary on the 2000s. So it's, like, a multi-part series. Great it's series. Great, great documentary. Really recommend it. They do one thing where they talk about, um, so, like, in the early 2000s, the internet bubble burst. And so, like, a lot of the dot-com websites died, and a lot of companies that went public, like AOL and Amazon, their stocks plummeted. At one point, in 2001, Amazon stocks were $16 a share. I believe now they're over 1000 yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, let's check that out. So, like, just $1,784.03 as of this recording. Thank you, intern. Man, you are on a roll today. We're going to That intern is doing really good. <laughs> You're going to sleep with a pillow tonight. That's $16 return on investment. So, like, just imagine, like, this is part of my time machine. Like, people are like, what would you do with the time machine? I'd go back in time and buy Apple or Apple stock, Google, Google stock, Microsoft. and Amazon stock, and Microsoft stock, and bring a sports almanac. <laughs> Shout out to So, Apple. basically, you want your life to be Biff from Back to the Future 2? Essentially. Doesn't five that years, not work out for him? <laughs> five years ago, um, I'll treat women better, Ron. <laughs> five years ago, the stock was worth two hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety cents. Gross. Damn. If you would have bought this stock in September, about around October first, two thousand nine, it was about a hundred bucks. So ten years ago. So, yeah, 10 years ago. So the stock got 10 times bought, its value? If you would have bought 1,000 shares, or no, I mean... Uh, uh, 100? Or 10? 10 shares, you'd be sitting pretty right about now. Yeah. Huh. Actually, not that pretty, but I mean, if you bought... You what, would have 10, more 10 money. shares a year? You would have... You probably wouldn't have to work. No. Like, imagine if you invested... So that was right around the time... Well, even before that, we started going to college. So imagine we, when I... I almost bought a Bitcoin when it first started also. So when I went to graduate high school, the stock was around $80. So if I took all the money that I was going to go to college with and invested that into Amazon stock, I would not need to work ever again. <laughs> you say that, but... You know how many times like it ra it rose in money. There would be probably at some point where you would have like cashed out. You would have been like, "All right, this can't get anything higher. I'm cashing out." Yeah, and probably then it around did. the financial crisis. But as you see, it keep going up. 
And uh, but depending on how much dividends it paid, because then I can't look up at the time. This uh, is an entertaining Jeff podcast, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I mean that you could have lived off the dividends, and if you would have just worked until then, like by now, you'd sitting pretty. Intern, you I brought stocks into our podcast. I've been a multi- Twelve lashings. Damn it, intern. Would have been a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Multi-billionaire. No, not a billionaire. For the amount I paid for college, would have invested. I wouldn't have been a billionaire. Anyway, <clears throat> that's a good list. Moving Mike. on. Thank you. Moral of the story. <laughs> Should have invested in Amazon stocks. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> wow. Now he makes. You know, for a light-hearted episode, I really feel sad right now. Me too. <laughs> Rob, would you like to go, or do you want me to go? You know what? I guess I'm going to go to try to lighten the fucking mood. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, I made a list of Jeffs. There's a lot more Jeffs than I thought. Um, you know, Jeff is like a very common English first name for males. Um, so I think... The Jeff that I'm going to pick first is probably one of the more famous Jeffs in the entire list. I'm going to pick uh, Jeffrey Atkins. Hmm. Do you not know who Jeffrey Atkins is? No. That <laughs> what a story. Was interesting. Go on. Just Jeffrey go on, Atkins. Kid. If you take the first letter of his first and last name you get ja and i guess this guy is dominant because he rules that's right jeffrey atkins aka jaw rule he <laughs> is my first pick in the pick for jeff's jaw rule an artist but more known for conning kids into doing the fire festival and maybe going to jail also he punched a guy in toronto one time went to jail for it um yeah so john <laughs> my favorite part about the Firefest documentary or at least one of them was they're in a big meeting after the festival like trying to like f- fix the damage and john rules like nah man we didn't like embezzle and then goes on <laughs> Then he explains, like, why they didn't embezzle, and his explanation is embezzlement. And then the person just goes, that's literally what embezzling is. (laughs) (laughs) And then his face is like, oh, shit, gotta make another rap album. Yeah, so, no, I, I fell in love with Ja Rule more because of the Netflix documentaries of just how stupid this guy was of just like, Oh man, I know I didn't do anything wrong. And then the legal team was like, I don't know about that, bud. (laughs) 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 So yeah, no jaw rule. He's an underrated Jeff because not many people know that he is a Jeff. He has a son. Uh, One of his sons is named Jeff jr. So yeah, JJ, (laughs) JJ rule. Uh, the next Jeff on my list is probably the best Jeff. His name is Jeff Fett. And just like Ja Rule, he is also a musician. But the thing is, Jeff Fett is, is a musician for kids. Jeff Fett is the purple wiggle from The Wiggles. The Wiggles <laughs> was huge, man. Like, do you remember how big The Wiggles were back in the 90s? They are technically one of the best-selling children's bands of all time. Like, The Wiggles are huge, and Jeff was a part of that. I don't know what The Wiggles are. No. What? Is it like a Teletubby? Pretty much. 
Huh. Aren't they Australian singers, like kid singers, that had their mm-hmm. own show? Yeah, I can't believe... You have to know what the Wiggles are. It's the Wiggles, man. Duh, this is Pop Wiggles. Culture Federation. Well, I... You know, the more I do the show with you, the more I realize I'm missing a big chunk of pop culture, and I just <laughs> should just go back in time. I mean, and absorb it the all. Wiggles is incredibly niche early to early to mid two thousands children's show. I did one watch of the best shows back selling children's musicians. You. Mike, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> I am. Anyway, uh, the last Jeff on my list is. Uh, probably the most famous Jeff of all the Jeffs on this list, and maybe the most important, at least to someone's career, Jeffrey Mayer. Now, that name might not initially ring a bell, but if you go back and watch highlights from the 1996 ALCS, that's uh, baseball, kids, uh, Derek Jeter hit what should have been a a flyout and Jeffrey Mayer at the time uh, was 12 years old, and he reached out over the wall and caught the ball, and therefore was a home run. And the Orioles outfielder went absolutely nuts because he's like, "Yeah, that would have been an out." And the umpire was like, "I don't know." And so basically, like the entire Yankees team and Jeff, uh, sorry, Derek Jeter's career was changed because of this one 12-year-old reaching over the wall to catch this home run. I'm pretty sure. Derek Jeter ended up all right. Uh, it, it I don't know. It started the I, dynasty. I, yeah, it did. It, it it seriously did. Because without Jeffrey Mayer doing that, the Yankees probably would not have won that series. So, in a way, yeah, like, Jeffrey Mayer is part of the Derek Jeter lore. He's 36 and has three kids now, by the way. <laughs> wow, what a great list, Ron. I'm glad yeah, that... Yeah, thanks. All three of your Jeffs are probably the most famous Jeffs on the list. <laughs> My backup backup? Oh, wait, no, I shouldn't say that because maybe you have him. So, uh, yeah, Matt, who are your three Jeffs? Okay, so the first Jeff that I have picked, Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's a good one. An Oscar Award winner. Uh, very diverse. He can play a Marvel movie villain. He could play the dude. He could play an aging rock star he could play a cowboy he could play the dude from drawn the dude's got <laughs> range man and he's actually a pretty good op- he was in r.i.p.d <laughs> was he he was haven't seen it i do agree with you though that jeff bridges is a fantastic jeff he's a fantastic actor he's- and he like he's the dude he's the dude he actually acts like the he seems like the dude in real life where he's just like a super laid back guy and like he seems pretty chill to hang out with. Plus he's 69 right now, so nice. Nice. My second is Jeffrey the Giraffe from Toys R Us. Rip. RIP. <laughs> he led a very good life. He actually became the mascot in the in a 50s print advertisement. And up until 2017, he was the official spokesperson for Toys R Us, which many of... Spokes animal. Spokes... You're right. Sorry. I I used the wrong pronoun. Spokes animal for uh, Toys R Us. Toys R Us, of course, has given us on the show plenty of memories as well, I'm sure, as many people from the generation. And it reminds us of a simpler time when we were allowed to walk around in toys... Mm -hmm 
with toys everywhere around us and always look at the bike section and go, we can't ride the bike. And yet always one kid always was riding a bike in Toys R Us at all times. <laughs> and you picked the little piece of paper and you brought it to the counter and they gave you the video game that you wanted. Yep. Or the bike. Yes. One of my fondest memories as a high school youth was we had this Toys R Us and Babies R Us like combo store. So what I would do was I would it's grab... Not even, that's not even the OG Toys R Us. I know. But the anyway. OG one was just by itself, became a pool store. And now it's dead. But anyway. Yeah, it is. So, like, I, I would start off in the Toys R Us, and I would grab just, you know, like, a bunch of, like, snakes or reptile toys. And I would walk over to Babies R Us. <laughs> and I would, I would put them all in cribs. Or, like, the little drawers that they would do. and I would, So, like, whenever, like, people would, That's like, look into off. it, they would just, like, see the snakes or the tarantulas and, like, freak out. But, yeah, Jeffrey the Giraffe. Pretty recognizable person in our generations. Did you ever, like, watch the people open up the drawers and, like, see their reaction? Or no. Did you just, it was all on blind faith. It was left. all on blind faith. I'm sure what actually ended up happening is some, like like stoned out like employee like saw and was just like oh these fucking kids <laughs> and their damn dog yeah so quite the opposite person for my last one a very recognizable unrecognizable person but a person very close to my heart he goes by the name of jeff hostetler now, who is Jeff Hostetler, you might ask? Well, he is the only Jeff to win a Super Bowl in NFL history. Really? No. Really. I looked Seriously? it up because I wanted to be sure, because otherwise, why would he be on the list? He won. Not even like Jeff George or anything no, like that? Not Jeff George, not Jeff Garcia, not Jeff Testaverde. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Testaverde's yeah. famed brother. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he was a two-time Super Bowl champion, but was actually starter to one Super Bowl, the famous 1990s Giants Super Bowl, where if it wasn't for Scott Norwood, it would be a one-time Super Bowl champion. But he was a career backup throughout his entire career, and the 1990 season, before the 1990 season, he asked to be traded, and Bill Parcells was like, nah, man, we need you this year. You're our guy. You're our back. And what actually ended up happening is... Um, Hall of Famer Phil Simms actually injured himself midseason, hurt his ankle, and he was out for the rest of the year. So Jeff Hostetler went and took his place and ended up becoming the quarterback to lead the Giants to victory. And why it's so near and dear to my heart is every year NFL Films would make like a year-in-review video for um, like the Super Bowl team and like a bunch of other teams too. And... I learned how to use a VCR because of that tape when I was little. And I can I can recite <laughs> almost all of it word for word. I was t- uh, we my dad and I were watching um like a clip of Lawrence Taylor because um like the NFL is doing a bunch of like NFL 100 stuff on their YouTube channel, so I was showing him a bunch of stuff. And there came a point where they were showing clips from like a the NFC Championship game. And where, um, that year, yeah, where Matt Barr was kicking the field goal to beat the 49ers to end their dynasty to go to the Super Bowl. 
and I recited the whole thing word for word, including the bits where they cut to the bench and they have like the players like anxiously like walking around and being like, "We're a minute away from Tampa Bay. We're a minute away from Tampa Bay," and like <laughs> it's just it, it's incredible. And like I know probably I'm the only person on earth who knows Jeff Hosteller, and like. He's very important to me as a human being. So thank you, Jeff Hosteller, who's probably the least famous Jeff on this list. Can, can I just say after this, like after you telling the story of Parcells being like, no, we need you on the team. I just, in my mind, I picture like Phil Sims being injured and then Parcells on the sideline being like, all according to plan. <laughs> Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> you know, what's funny too is like, he used to be the place kick, uh, the place kicker for the, for the placeholder. placeholder for the kicker. So like, probably when the meeting was like when Parcells was telling Hosteller, we can't trade you. We got big things from coming for you this year. <laughs> he was the placeholder, so he was just like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm just gonna hold the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an important job, Jeff. We need. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are my Jeffs, and I'm sticking I, I to it. I still can't believe. I still can't believe he's the only <clears throat> to Jeff win to ever win a Super Bowl. To win the Super Bowl. That's incredible. Uh, That's some the, damn good because, research. You know, that is really good research. The quarterback for the Panthers. Jake. Oh, it's Jake DeLone, not Jeff DeLone. Yep. You're right. They didn't They didn't even you're win. Right, you're right. Yeah, because they lost to Tom Brady in the Patriots. Tom Cheater. <laughs> Run. Just go home. <gasps> no. You're difficult. I hate it when mom and dad fight. Yeah, so um, I guess is is that it? Well, we forgot the whole. Oh yeah, Ron, shame on you. Oh, I know. I was making sure that you actually got to it. <laughs> the most, the most important Jeff, without question. All we discussed Jeffs. this beforehand. Of all the Jeffs, drum roll, please. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. <sighs> How can it even be disputed at this point? I mean, really, the guy has been in five films that have been nominated for the Oscar for best best film of the year. The movie he started his career with is Death Wish. Like Death Wish. What a, what a great film. Life finds a this way. This guy is yeah no. He was in Jurassic Park, Independence Day. Great. Best movie um, of all time. Yeah, he was in one of my, probably my favorite sci-fi movie of all time, The Fly. Great movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, the Jeff Goldblum is, uh, he's, the, he's the man. And he was just in Thor Ragnarok, without question, the best Thor film. I still say and, that uh, he wasn't acting. He was just being fucking Jeff Goldblum. Like, did, did you need him to do anything no, else? No, like, he just showed up to the set in that costume, <laughs> and they were like, I'm ready for makeup. And they were just like, nah, you're perfect. Just get a kid in there. <laughs> isn't he also in, like, the Hotels.com commercials? Yes. Or is that a, or, the Apartments.com? Was it Apartments? Yeah, it's Apartments.com, I think. I think it's Apartments.com. And he does, he makes me, I, like, have a house, but he makes me want an apartment. <laughs> I made this metaphor on the show before, but he's just like Ivan Hoos, where everything he does is fantastic. <laughs> and he's flawless. He is the best Jeff, I think, that's out there currently. Can I can I add one more thing? Just one Shout more, out I swear to, to uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Just <laughs> missed the cut. <laughs> and, and Jeff Foxworthy. Mm-hmm. 
Jeff Dunham, Jeff Lynn, uh, Jeff Green, Jeff Garland, uh, all you guys, just honorable mention, can I just say, uh, Jeff Goldblum had his first kid when he was 62. Wait, he's older than 62? That's right! Uh, Oh my god. uh, Goldblum is currently 67. Get out of here. Yeah. Dude, he's been acting since the 80s. The 80s was more than 40 years ago. No, it wasn't. It's between 30 and 40 years ago. Wait, can you, like, Wikipedia right now on the screen, Jeff Goldblum, real quick? Hold on. Currently looking at his Wikipedia page. I was watching his show on Disney Plus, and he mentioned that he had a kid. So, like, when he just mentioned that he had a kid, I just thought that he was, like, you know, like, in his mid-20s, because, like, dude's pretty old. So the fact that you said that he is a five-year-old is fucking nuts. He's been acting since 1974. And his first movie was Invasion of the Body Snatchers, a 1978 one? He was in that? Yeah, his first movie was Death, Death Wish, man. Death Wish. See it. The the original, not the remake. Oh, he was in Buckaroo Banzai. Yo, if you haven't seen Buckaroo Banzai, it is a hidden gem. Great movie. It's on Amazon Prime. It is... I want to make movies... Even more now after seeing that movie. I've always wanted to make what movies, but because I watched Buckaroo Banzai, I think I can make anything. Buckaroo Banzai is really what is good. Buckaroo Banzai? What? Buck, or what is Buckaroo Banzai? Uh, it's, um, I don't know how to describe it, but just watch it. Yes, sir. A 1984 sci-fi slash action film with a 69% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Have you guys watched a show on Disney Plus? Not yet. Wait. Nah, here's pretty good though. I mean, dude's weird. In all honesty, like he's fantastic, but like he's 67 years old. He's just a weird dude. But he's just like he collect he can collect social security. I know, but like it's just <laughs> his body is just like weird to me. He's 67 years I, old. I understand that. <laughs> He's 67 years old. How many times do I need to tell you this? It's just, I don't know. He's just, he weird, he skeeves me out. Is all I'm saying. Have you never seen The Fly? I have. It's a great movie. I know. Mike, I know. He's 67. Viewers at home, if if you don't know yet, Jeff Goldblum is 67 years old. Wow. Life finds a way. my God. All right, that was a good list. I can't wait for him in the next Jurassic Park. It was some good, it was some good hustling. Some good Jeffs. It was a nice side hustle we yeah, got no. there. Let us know your favorite I'm Jeffs up. on Twitter. And then also let us know which favorites you want us to cover and other side hustles. Favorite Randys. Favorite Kurtz. Favorite Dougs. Ooh, that's a good one. That would be a hard one. Favorite Toms. I got one. Gross. So join us next time. Favorite Jeffs. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Why stop at male names? Why not female names? Like, Julie? Favorite Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> we'll do favorite Brenda's. Brenda's song, and that's all I need. <laughs> Prindle. The Prindle. Favorite... <laughs> Agatha. Christy. Favorite Chris Kringle. Pokemon Elite Four member. Ah, shit, I don't want you guys to steal mine. Oh, yeah, favorite Pokemon Elite Four trainers. Hell yeah. That'd be sick. It would be. Lance is number one. 
Alright, front runner. Uh, I'm a Steven guy myself. Who? Exactly. Oh, I know for a fact uh, my list isn't going to be poached on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what side hustles you want us to t- talk about, which uh, mini topics you want us to dive into, and we'll do our research, especially on the really good research that like we did. Favorite on... Brenda's. Yeah, that one. That would be a fun one. We should do favorite Brenda's, and uh, let us know. And if you have any suggestions on any episode topics or ideas, please add us at Pop Culture Fed. And let us know what you would like to hear, what you want us to talk about, cover, and come hang out. Yeah. Be a fun time. The jacuzzi's nice and warm. We have fun here. <laughs> That's it for the show, everybody. I'm Mikey. I'm Ron. I'm Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Matt. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. Bye, Jeff. <laughs> My name's Jeff. <laughs> My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>